Hello, everybody. My name is Daniel Prince, and I am the host of the Once Bitten podcast. This is a podcast focused on Bitcoin. It's my mission to interview as many people as I can around the different aspects of Bitcoin and help people understand exactly what Bitcoin could mean for them and for their families and for their future. I hope you enjoy the show. Thank you so much for listening. Hey guys, welcome to this edition of the Once Bitten Podcast. Joining us on this rip are Oxford City Football Club with our boy, Coach Carbon, and with the media director, head of media over at the, the football club, Andy, who is going to um, join us on this rip as a, a Bitcoin noob who's been dragged feet first down the rabbit hole by Josias, Coach Carbon, as Oxford City have partnered with Coin Corner to accept Bitcoin for all match day tickets, all match day merchandise, all match day food and beverage, all match day programs. You can go and spend your sats and watch some football and enjoy yourselves. This is uh, a pretty cool thing. This is now the second non-league club in the UK doing this, as you obviously must know by now if you're following the space. Uh, Real Bedford, owned by Peter McCormack, another uh, non-league football club. When Premiership Club? That's the question. Anyway, enjoy the uh, enjoy the rip with Josiah and Andy. Before we do get into the show, as always, there are a few companies you need to check out who are aligned with this show and aligned with the plebs and want to help you stack your sats. If you want to stack sats, dollar cost averaging, fiat cost averaging is a brilliant strategy to do that in a very slow and considerate manner. You can use the following companies to set up those plans. Swan Bitcoin in the US, Relay across Europe, and Coin Corner based out of the Isle of Man. They cover UK and the rest of Europe as well. Always big announcements from these companies, so make sure you're following them. If you want to go KYC free and peer-to-peer, you can use HODL HODL. That's hodlhodl.com forward slash bitten. That will save you on commission. Then, if you want to break some of your uh, links to these UTXOs, if you know what I'm saying, if you're looking to up your privacy, when you take control, take custody of these coins, consider running them through a coin joint service. You can use wasabiwallet.io. Just download it. It's very easy to do on your laptop, on your desktop. Create a new wallet, hit receive, take that address, send some coins through it, let the magic happen. And then once you've added to your privacy, you can put them onto your hardware wallet, your signing device. You can use the Bitbox 02 Bitcoin only edition by Shift Crypto ch forward slash bitten use code bitten for a five percent discount and hit the links in the show notes because there's plenty more discounts for all of you plebs that are out there listening on many goods and services from bitcoin only companies get to a conference download orange pill app first of all orange pill app on your ios connect with bitcoiners that you can find you know within 50 to 100 miles of you create a meetup get to one of the conferences 
BTC Prague or BTC Miami. Links are in the show notes. Enjoy this rip with Oxford City. All right, guys, welcome to the show. We're here with Coach Carbon, who the plebs should know. This is your third time back on the show. And Andy Gate. Andy, uh, you are part of Oxford City. You're going to tell us exactly what you're doing there. And um, your relationship with Coin Corner, which uh, Josias, I believe you were you know, a very key part of. So good to have you on the show, guys. Nice to meet you. Thanks for having me on. Thank you. Uh, yeah, thanks for having me on again, Daniel. Third time. I've actually bought my own ball, my hat-trick ball. <laughs> but yeah. I'm going to get you one. <laughs> okay. Big ball and orange ball. Love it, mate. Are you going to walk out with it up your jumper? Yeah, I'll get, I'll get everyone to sign it as well. I'm in the club. <laughs> Are you in the dressing room now? It's blurred at the background. I can't tell. No, we're, we're in the media room. Oh, of course. I, I Yeah, of course, for, for a podcast. Yeah. I forget I work in media sometimes. <laughs> it's uh yeah it's a very strange one all right so where do you guys want to kick off with this then because there, there's obviously a story to tell here josias you are uh obviously a, a bitcoin pleb known as in the space and you've been doing everything that you can within your community you've got your own meetup as well uh oxbit i believe it's called That's you've been right, doing yeah. great work trying to get as many people understanding bitcoin as possible and Andy, uh, I don't know how far down the rabbit hole or the journey you are yourself or whether you still think he's a crazy dude and, you know, a sponsorship <laughs> is a sponsorship, whatever we'll take. We don't care who sponsors us. Uh, what's, um, well, why don't we find, start with you, Andy? Uh, let, let's find out your role at, uh, at the football club and uh, a little bit about your, your background. Yeah, well, firstly, to um, answer that question, uh, my role at the football club is, is the media manager. Uh, but a non-league football club, you, you really do a lot more than the job description, if you like. You, you really do pitch in with, with areas all around the club. Uh, I've been based in football um, uh, since I've graduated from uni. Uh, I used to work for Macclesfield Town uh, before moving down to Oxford. So that's why I'm, I've got a northern accent in, in Oxford. <laughs> um, but from what you just said before there, um, you know, in contrast, I think we're complete other ends of the, the spectrum when it comes to, to Bitcoin. Um, until the deal with Coin Corner, and you know, I'd heard of Bitcoin obviously, um, but I didn't really understand it. I didn't really know, you know, at all how it worked. And and you know, that phrase down the rabbit hole. I've not even seen a rabbit hole, if you think, you know, <laughs> to, to summarize. Um, so I suppose the way you know the, the only way that i've been introduced to it was 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 through yourself coach carbon and, and coin corner and it's been really it's been really interesting um you know i spoke to um matt from coin corner who's, who's explained a lot more to me as well and i've been very interested to, to to learn a lot more about it and especially um coin corner and how they you know utilize the lightning network and stuff like that um so in terms of the question you know about that um I, I'm, I'm learning i'm still learning but yeah, i'm very I, i'm a very interested kind of bystander if you like and uh, i'm looking forward to, to carry on learning and that that kind of I suppose my own little personal bitcoin journey you could say yeah definitely i think with some of the terminology you've used and the questions you've asked um off air i think your head is inside the rubber hole so <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's peering in so one of the questions he asked was about the laser eyes that was the first question when the okay. called out partnership was announced like why has everyone got red eyes <laughs> <laughs> yeah what it's was... like little things like that it's yeah, like what, little terminology what was your response coach i said well 
because at, at the time, uh, we, yeah, we, we were kind of starting the bear. And I said, well, it was laser raised to uh, to 100K. Um, so everyone's kept them on, or most of the players have kept them on um, in solidarity until we hit, hit that, that benchmark, <laughs> whenever that may be. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and it will come. We just have to be very, very patient, um, you know, like uh, like you do in football, like you do in anything. Right? It's that uh, proof of work. So I'd be interested to to find out from Andy uh, what kind of um, mental shifts that you might have already started, you know, having or occurring in your own thoughts around money that you'd never, ever, ever given any thought to before um personally um like i said I, I, I didn't really know about too much about bitcoin uh cryptocurrency as a whole you know i i, I just heard of in the news whereas now it is it is really interesting i mean it'll go back to what i just said you know speaking to to yourself and other people in you know with coin corner and and, and just genuinely have an interest in bitcoin and stuff like that learning a lot more about how it works in terms of, you know, you bypass a lot of stuff that regular currency does, which which intrigued me. Um, and I never thought that the actual, like, the, the Lightning Network, if you like, is, it, you know, is incredible. The fact that something's been manufactured that way and you can actually pay, you know, you know, I'm probably saying the stuff that's generic, stuff that people don't know about, like yourself, who are really into the space and know a lot about, you know, bitcoin i'm probably saying the same things that everyone says to you like i didn't know that you could actually do that i thought it was something that was you know used strictly on on websites and, and on the internet um whereas the fact that you know now you can come in with with one of these cards uh, you can even have your own Oxford city you know branded yeah. um <laughs> card and, and and just buy something physical and the fact that you know it, you could be paying you know x for a kind of a kind of pop and it could be worth x so you know and the fact that it's just another option which is good for us as well it's so it's just another way that we can include and 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 cater for more people um and that's as well for Oxford city brands values it's about you know making it inclusive for everyone and mm -hmm. i think that's the big thing for me to answer your question it's just it's just another inclusive way in terms to in terms to how how to spend and how to save or how to invest and and stuff like that and i think it's a good vehicle for that um I, i'm i'm going to be totally honest um i don't know too much about it into term in terms of you know answer that question fully in in like how we you know what my perception is of it um but from what i what i've seen so far it's it, it has really intrigued me well you mentioned about making it um, inclusive. I think Daniel actually came coined the term "accept it and they will come," and I think we've seen that the fact that Ultra City accept Bitcoin Lightning payments. People have gone out of their way to come to visit Ultra City, watch a game, you spend their stats to buy to buy a beer, buy a burger, buy some chips. So yeah, that's definitely happening. It's so true, and uh, you know, I, I've seen it with my my brother's business. He runs a, a small cafe in the middle of nowhere in the countryside in Suffolk, and it's a beautiful little cafe and. They sell the teas and coffees and cakes, the normal stuff, and he makes some nice food. But they also sell houseplants as well. And I got him set up with a Coin Corner account and, and put out a few tweets. And before you know it, people are driving from two hours around just because they know they can come and buy something, whether it's a houseplant, mm -hmm. a tea or a coffee, 
or uh, their sandwiches or their, their nice lunch and bring their family and show them their bolt card and show them how they can buy goods and services with Bitcoin. And it puts that physical element to, um, to something that people, you know, that's what most people have been really struggling with. And yeah, it's true. Accept it, they will come. And as a business, you should be offering customers more options rather than less. And we have the problem now in the UK, especially in the UK, where companies are choosing to go cashless and they're giving people no choice but to pay with a card. This is excluding so many hundreds of thousands of people that cannot get a bank account for whatever reason in the UK. Now aren't allowed to enter certain pubs, certain supermarkets, certain shops. It's nonsense. So we, you know, like looking at Bitcoin in, in the way that you're looking at it, Andy, now, and it's probably seen at Oxford, people will come and they will use it and they will spend it. And then other people will see that example and what Oxford uh, City are doing by having the Coin Corner um, logo on the back. How many people do you get at a game? Hundreds, right? That they see it every week and it will slowly start seeping into them. And I wonder, you know, from, from the club's perspective, are people on the staff talking about it more? Are the players showing any interest? What's the education uh, kind of um, plan that uh, maybe, Coach, you could speak to that? Like, uh, are you running workshops with the players or the fans? You know, what, what what's set up? So um, I'm not sure I can reveal too much, but obviously I have the Oxford meetup, which we host quarterly, and we've done extra ones um, that coincided with the launch, um, with the partnership with Corn Corner at the start of the season. We have the next one coming on the 18th of December, um, ties in with the Bitcoin Ballers Winter Cup Festival and also with the World Cup Final. So it's called the, the, the Coupe de Monde one. Um, one. One trophy to unite the football world, one coin to unite the world financially. But um, on the education side, so the Oxford Meetup was created to invite people who were interested in Bitcoin, also for people that didn't know, know anything about it or didn't understand it, for to mix with other people and just learn and ask questions. Um, there is plans in 2023 to have speakers come to the club. Um, I think I can reveal that much. So I, won't, I won't say who, um, but that's part of the, the business side of it. So someone coming to the club as a speaker to speak to businesses, understand how how they can benefit from Bitcoin. Um, but my, from my perspective, I'm around at the club and I, I invite people to come to the meetups and just want to be like a, a beacon. Not saying I know everything, but I know, know something, and if I don't have the answer, I can direct people. But um, yeah, there's lots lots to be done, um, lots planned for 2023. But as I said, as you you know as well, Daniel, it's, it's a process. You can't just bombard people with information. I, I tried that with family and friends when I first went down the rabbit hole, um, and that doesn't work. So you have, to, you have to drip feed people, you have to leave breadcrumbs, and the Bitcoin logo on the back of the shirt, the bulk cards that some of the fans received for free at the start of the season, the billboards around the club. Those little touch points, people begin to see it a lot more and start asking questions and realize that um, there are other options with regards to financial rails. Andy, you do realize you're going to become the annoying guy down the pub with all your mates soon, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you know what? Um, you touched on a, on a really good point, and it's probably one of the the most um, the biggest things. Sorry, that's stood out to me since you know we've partnered with with Coin Corner and and become become associated with Bitcoin, if you like. Is the, is the community and you spoke about it there you know you're uh, the cafe when people come in from miles around but it, it you know gen genuinely there's been 
we put a picture on social media of the back of a player shirt or you can see the logo and the you know when we first joined that the the reaction was absolutely brilliant you can see like i say you can see it by the the red the red eyes on the, on the social media accounts so you know that they're associated with bitcoin and we, we've got some they might not come to the games they might be based you know you know far away uh, exiled if you like but the, you know we've got people that follow the club now and the community has been absolutely brilliant in terms of supporting supporting us. You know, I think I think that the partnerships really given some people at, at the very least, you know, some a, a football club to get behind. Maybe they're not even they weren't even into football, and they can now take a you know a, a slight interest in it. I know we're not the only ones to do it. You know, um, but Real Bedford and, and teams like that have you know really you know grasped the you know the the, the Bitcoin sort of thing <laughs> yeah. um but yeah the community has been absolutely superb you know we get so many you know likes on on on, on posts that we just wouldn't get before and and and, and that sort of feedback as well which is which is absolutely brilliant and uh, yeah on that note so peter mccormack from real bedford he understands it and when i spoke to um people around the club the commercial lead i wanted them to understand and see how 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 he does and a telling comment is when um the shirt was announced and someone messaged me on Twitter and said, oh, can I get a shirt um, with Satoshi 21 on the back? And I said, well, I'll speak to Andy. And when I mentioned it to the commercial lead, she said, oh, that's great. We'll have shirts all over the UK. And I went, no, this is around the world. <laughs> this is global. You're going to be selling shirts all around the world. But the fact that it's a football kit because lots of Bitcoiners are into football. They can have their Satoshi 21 on the back or whatever name or number. But yeah. And I've seen did someone post it on holiday? They went abroad and had it on. Yeah, yeah. It, like the other day, you know, someone just bought bought a shirt and had it in their in their room, and it's like, wow. And then you know, you see that, and it, for Oxford City, that's quite unusual. And when you know, we're not Man, Man United or a Premier League sort of team. So to, and we, you know, you have a little look and where they're from, and they're not based nowhere near Oxford. It's quite, it's really quite satisfying to see, as that you know, you know, to be involved in Oxford City. But it's good to see people that are really getting on board with it. And I suppose that says a lot about the community and Bitcoin, how it's, you know, apart from everything else, which is kind of meant for it. Also, you know, might sound a bit cringy, but, you know, it's brought people together, hasn't it? Yeah. It does. It sounds a bit cringy and it sounds a bit woo-woo and it sounds a bit <laughs> philosophical, but it does It does all of those things. And it, it, that's the pure um, magic of, of money, of sound money, of, of something that we can all agree on and something that is not, manipulated by you know a, a very few people at the top for their own gain and our loss uh when <laughs> intuitively human beings know that and that is what is going to bring people together and i've seen the power of it i've, I've been to uh the bedford games uh, a few of those sorry i've not made it across to oxford yet i promise i'll get there <laughs> uh and you're right families go there Wives turn up. They've never watched any football. Why would a wife be at a non-league football game? You just wouldn't be there. Everybody knows that. Unless you were a complete and utter total football nut as a, as a young girl growing up. Generally, you don't find that 35 to 55-year-old 55, 55 women. But they're coming, my wife included. And she sits there and talks to all of the other wives. And the kids are there running around playing. You know what? They don't even watch the football. They're playing their own football games. And the dudes are in the stands sharing beers and talking about football. Like that, there's an American guy there, Italian guy there. Never been to a football game in their lives. And the same with Bitcoin racing. I went along to uh, Silverstone to watch Bitcoin racing. 
There's people there, like Roger 9000. He's like, man, I've never watched a race in my life. <laughs> but Dave, that, that was my first visit to Silverstone, and it's terrible because I live down the road. But well, yeah, a bit of a meetup. I went there, I enjoyed the racing, but there was more to it. And mentioning about wives and young children coming to the football, it's much more than football. It's a community feel. And Oxford City, Andy will know, it's a community club. They have lots of different sports here. They have a, the netball um, league um, that they play on the courts just out, outside the main pitch. So bringing people together, football is, is the focal point, but there's so much more that, that's, that's going on. And having Bitcoin involved with all the, the attributes, the, the fundamentals and the beliefs is just like, they all just goes in hand in hand. I want to find out how the relationship with Coin Corner started coming around. What what was going on? Let, let's let's go back to the old days before it was just Oxford City, no affiliation with Coin Corner at all. How did that happen? I I'd have to be not shaded, but there's there were lots there was lots that was going on behind the scenes. Um, and I won't dox people, but peace, there were certain people in the club who understood what Bitcoin was. Um, and what it is and we had conversations just generally and as when I was launching Bitcoin Ballers so conversations were going back and forth of what I wanted to provide in terms of educating young people about Bitcoin through football um, after the tournament we hosted last year Bitcoin Ballers Winter Cup Festival 21 that was actually hosted at the club um, just before we ho- hosted it um, an exchange we reached out or a couple of exchanges reached out for to support which I'm very grateful for off the back of that um, post competition, there was conversations about, okay, what more can we do to help the community? And a few suggestions were made, conversations were had, proposals um, didn't quite pan out, um, but we had the idea. And obviously, I kept a close relationship with Coin Corner with Danny and Molly, and I said, "Listen, this is something that I think could work. What do you reckon?" Here's an introduction. So we had a couple of Zoom calls, um, and then I say the rest is history. But the way. It came about was natural and the way it moved on, it was incredible to see. And yes, I did have a, a, small, a small part to, to play in it, but I'm just um, yeah grateful that I was there able to be in the mix of it, but also grateful that people within the club had open eyes um, and saw the opportunity and what, what, it could mean, what it could mean to the club. Because it, it could have easily gone the other way. It could have been, oh, Bitcoin, no, that's for drug dealers and criminals not don't want to get involved. And it would have been a, a missed opportunity, I believe. Yeah, 100%. Andy, when when that announcement was kind of um, put to you or made to you or you were drawn into those meetings, what was your initial thoughts? Um, well, it kind of comes to me is like this is what this was happening. I was quite intrigued. I was like, oh, that's that's really interesting. And I was quite excited by it more, uh, you know, more than anything, as this would be a, a first, you know, the first team to, you know, take these payments uh, at games. Um, and, and it would be you know, being at the front of the queue, innovating, you know, in anything is really exciting. So it was the first feeling was excitement and then getting it and, and being involved, you know, I, the commercial aspect of it, I, I was down to our commercial manager. So it was, I was kind of just following along and seeing what, you know, the ins and outs were. I spoke to Molly at Coin Corner and, 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 and you know, Matt and like people like that. Um, and, and they were really influential in coming down setting setting up the system and making sure that everything is you know working on a match day and, and, and showing us how to do this and then from step one to finding out the initial news to putting it out to seeing the reaction from the community 
Um, and then going forward to actually the first game of the season, which actually Coin Corner did, did were match sponsors for as well. Um, and then seeing it all work and come through to fruition was really was really satisfying as well. Perfect. Well, uh, I have been interrupted. Samuel has come in to, uh, to ask a question here. <laughs> uh, hang on, come around here, mate, and you can take the... Uh... And Samuel has met Coach Carbon many times, either on the... How are you doing, course... Samuel? You, you okay? Yeah, I'm doing well, you? All good, thank you. You still training? Sorry? You still training, practicing your skills? Yep. Keep you up. What's the record? 112. Incredible. <laughs> What's the next target? 121. <laughs> yeah, of course. Is that all with your right foot, though, mate? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so imagine if you bought the left foot. Yeah. You'd double that. Yeah. But our coach says one foot at a time, like right what? foot and then the left foot. Okay. All right. So, what's what's your question for uh, for Coach and Andy? So, um, how is the team going? I think that's, uh, you know, the, team, the team's going really well. We're uh, currently in the league. Uh, we're, I think we're, we're six games unbeaten in the league going into Christmas. And we've just, with our last game, we drew nil-nil, which was a bit boring, if we're honest. Uh, but we're into the playoff places now, which means we're in with a real shot at promotion, which would be unbelievable. So we're doing really, really well on the pitch. And that, that's that's off the back of a good one last season, um, losing in the, in the playoff finals. And so... For those that don't understand or know much about football at this level, um, Oxford City, although on the on paper it looks like a big club, financially um, we wouldn't put you up there. We're not full time, um, so we are competing against teams that have a bigger budget, um, players that train as as, as full time players. So what Oxford City achieved last season and so far this season has it, it, been incredible. So long may it continue, but as we all know, it's, it's proof of work. That's what it's down to. I hope you guys win. No, oh, thank you. That's it, the Bitcoin effect, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> and also this season, um, a good FA Cup one as well for the for the first team. Yeah, very good. We got to the FA Cup first round and as a non-league team, um, that meant we have to go through a qualifying stage. So usually on television, you'll see the FA Cup and it'll be, but then there is actually a stage below that. So we had to win uh, th uh, three or four games we should have been three, but we went to a replay for one of them. Uh, and so we've, we won all those games and got to the FA Cup first round, which was a really big occasion for the club. And uh, we got onto the BBC and had um, the uh, Bitcoin logos on the back of our shirt. So a bit of uh, a bit of um, uh, promotion that on yeah, that front which, as well. Which they couldn't censor. <laughs> yeah. Yes, exactly. Well, thanks, mate. Thanks for coming down. No problem. <laughs> Bye. Keep practicing, mate. Take care. Okay. Bye. See you later. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too. Yeah. So just to delve a little bit more into how it works, because there's probably people out there that, that, that have no idea um, about non-league football. Can you just describe what league you're in and whether the players get paid or not paid? I mean, where are we at in, in that spectrum? Yes, so um, we're in the national. Uh, it's called the Manorama National League South, which is when you think of the Premier League, we're the sixth steps of the pyramid. So you, we're the sixth league. So we need five promotions to get to the Premier League. <laughs> so um, that's that's the first thing. Um, our league is probably the upper, the 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 upper echelon of semi-professional sport 
We've got a league that has some full-time teams in. So you've got professional footballers that may have played at a high level and dropped down to still play professionally. Then you've also got half of the teams in the league that are also semi-professional. So they have the, you know, obviously they have other jobs as well as their, as their playing and teams train different times per week. So it's a real mix. Um, But where we are at the moment, obviously that sixth step of, of, of the football league, uh, sorry, the football pyramid. And then um, we are, we're currently, I want to say seventh in the league, which is just the playoff, uh, in the, the last playoff place, which puts us in, a, if we finish there, which just puts us with, within a chance of getting promoted. But if we do get promoted, every single club in the above division is a full-time team pretty much. So we are literally the, the last kind of level of semi-professional at the highest and the players do get paid, but obviously it's um it's a semi you know it's a semi professional job, so it's probably not as much as as the other teams in the division. A prime example of that, um, so they train twice a week, Tuesday evening, so they haven't got a game, and a Thursday evening. Uh, one of the players on the, their Instagram story put on Wednesday night they work at a late night shift on a building site, so juggling that a full a full time job, training twice a week, playing at the weekends against other teams that are doing it full time. Again, you, we, I keep mentioning it to people, oh, they're, they're going to get fed up of it, but it is, is your proof of work. If you manage to do that and compete at, at that level, you're showing how good you are. So imagine if you get to the next level and you're able to train full-time, what more? Work, how much more work can you produce? What kind of money are they being paid at the moment, the, the semi-pro guys? Uh, it... It, it depends. I, I don't know. I don't know what the play. you know, that obviously that's, you know, private for the, for the players. So I'm not actually sure, but I'd probably say in a, like a kind of me, like the, the average kind of, if you're a good player at this division, I'd probably, probably say about maybe four, four hundred. Yeah. We, I won't, we won't docs. I don't know when I played at this level, things have changed, but we were, I was always told and used to tell people what a player agreed with, with management. Once you agree to that, that's between you. And if you want to go and speak about it with other people, you can do. But I would say it's not it's not life changing money, and, and the mm. cost of living crisis at the moment is probably enough to pay for your petrol and pay for your your gas yeah. and electric at the end of the month. It's definitely <laughs> yeah, it's definitely it's probably it's definitely not. You probably need a, another job to kind of yeah. supplement that and, and, and yeah. get back. Um, but we have got some really good players. Uh, you know, everyone's here in the league, so sometimes we get some of the the old pros that have. Have played professionally all their lives and have and have, and have dropped down because they get coming into the twilight of the career and or maybe someone's got an injury and they've not really had the look somewhere else and need to um you know get back on track or you've got a young player that's trying to you know earn the stripes and and, and make their name in in non-league before progressing um so you've got a, a, a an array of different sorts of players that um which we, we have in the squad but um we've got a really good bunch and they're all you know keen to succeed. And uh, yeah, every club's different, obviously. But and I'm sure most of the players will say as well, um, money isn't the, the key driver. It's it's playing to the best of your of your ability against the best players at the highest level you possibly can. Um, but again, bringing it back to Bitcoin, you, you get rewarded for the work that you put in. So if there is a, um, you can be reimbursed for your time and energy and the value that you produce, then then so, then so be it. Yeah, absolutely. And th- that was going to lead me on to my next question of, you know, getting paid in Bitcoin. But before before we do go to that point, if you do manage to get that promotion and the guys can now go pretty much full time, is 
would they then be able to release themselves from their day-to-day job or is that something they'd still have to supplement and how much of the team would you have to change because obviously it, it's it's crazy that the level of the you know the difference in the level of uh well playing ability even at that level like um just going up one league can uh can make a big difference right it, it could leave a lot of people behind which is another reshuffle for the club yeah definitely that's one of the the questions that always gets asked whoever gets promoted from our league you know what happens a great example of that would be last season uh, in fact the team we lost to in the playoffs went on to get promoted and their star striker is probably one of the best best players in the league um who would have been right at home in the league above he he left the club he said i can't, you know we're a regionalized league with a national league south so we play only teams in obviously this the south of england um whereas when you go up it's national so you've got overnight stays. You go in. You could go as far as Gateshead. You could go as far as you know, just down the road. But um, I think one of their players um, actually left because of the commitment to do that. Mm-hmm. He had a really good part-time, uh, sorry, full-time job alongside his football, and he wasn't he wasn't um, prepared to, um, you know, just you know, football's a short career. He wasn't prepared to just let that go. Um, to, to carry on football for what would have been another few years and he would have done really well but instead he's dropped back into our division unfortunately for us he's a really good player <laughs> um, but he's back being a, a part-time player Yeah, I think there were lots of variables um, I think it would be a nice uh, problem to have for, for a lot of players but again you're in this league people have their forced careers um, outside of football so you'd be asking them to give, to give that up um, for a young player who's just come out of education, that probably wouldn't be an issue. But for someone that may have their own business, it, it would be a really tough decision. Also, things a lot of things can change within the season. You can get injured. Um, management can change. Your your place in the team could change for better players coming through, just a, a change of system. So a lot of variable, variables. But as I said, me, think about when I was a player, that would have been a lovely, lovely problem to have to decide, actually, can I play full-time or am I going to continue with my career? Have any of the players shown interest in receiving their their wage in Bitcoin or a percentage of it? Um, I'm not aware uh, as of yet. The idea has been floated. Um, I think uh, it's been you know kind of a that is doable. Um, whether that will be something that the players will choose to do is is down to them at the end of the day. Uh, I'm not sure how far along the the line they they got with that. But I think um, I think that is something that can be done. Whether um, I think it's just down to the players, really. Mm. Um, but, but there is something I've seen which I've shared with Andy. Um, Perth baseball. Yeah, I was going to talk about which, that. Yeah, this yeah this brilliant idea. So this this was actually discussed before um, the corn corner announcement. Just a, a conversation I was having with the commercial lead, and I said, "Well, I think this is the way it, um, you could make use of the Lightning Network and fans' engagement with, with players." And so that's always been like on the on the on the vision board. Um and then seeing Perth Perth baseball do it. And I said I shared it with Randy and said, listen, this is something we can look at. Um whether it gets implemented this season, next season, who knows? But again, it's something it just shows the possibility of what can be done with with money, but also value for value and engaging the community, engaging fans. And we're not talking about NFTs and tokens, we're talking about actual physical money, but it's not massive amount it's it's parts of a penny but you have that player fan engagement which which has been lost over the years mm-hmm. when when fans used to come 
through the turnstiles and in their hundreds of thousands to the non-league football. Exactly. It's a way, way of bringing, bringing that all back together. And that's immeasurable. In new, like, new age. <laughs> that, that, that's immeasurable how valuable that is. As, lo- as many of the you know, managers out there would love to measure every metric. You can't measure somebody's tie to the football club and their players and their um and the players to the fans, which has been completely lost, completely and utterly, totally destroyed, uh, especially in premiership football now, is just a complete joke. Uh, you know, the, the fans are there's zero engagement with the players. Uh, they they follow them on Instagram and they feel as though they know the player, or they watch a, an interview with them and they feel as though they know the player. It's absolutely retarded. Um what what uh, so for those people that don't know, Perth Heat baseball team now uh, they have a QR code for every player. So every time the player hits a home run or makes a nice shot or catches or whatever, um, obviously they'll show the highlights on the television and you can flash the QR code and send sats directly to that player. So he feels a complete engagement with the fans and the fans feel complete engagement with you know what's going on, even though they're not in the stadium. Uh, obviously, you don't have that television coverage to rely on, but you do have a website and you do have the ability to ha- ask every single player to download their own wallet and to then put the QR code next to their headshot on the website. So any pleb can go on and find the player and just send some sats to uh, to an individual player if they so wish. That that would be step one. Um, or in the programs as well, right? Uh, to yeah. just to have that little QR code next to their names in the programs. So if they do something great on the pitch during the during the match, I can just whip out my phone. Nice goal, son. Nice goal line clearance. Nice save. Here's a thousand sats or whatever. It's so cool. It's just amazing. <laughs> and it's a, it's that it's attributing value to speech. And yep. when we talk about what money is, money is speech. So you when you spend money, you are telling the world, the universe, this is what I value at this moment in time. So again, if someone does something that you that you've enjoyed, you've got value from. With a comment, you can send some value along with that. So again, social media, people that have think they have interactions with their with their sports people. You can send comments for free on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. But what's what actually getting getting out of that? Whereas actually you can you can send something of value to that to that player. Mm-hmm. And if I think if I now put my um my wider thinking brain on and step into like uh normie land where people at home are watching x factor or the voice or something on a saturday night and they're paying to call in their vote and there's a middleman taking shit tons of money out of that which is not going to the the television program it's not going to the producers the directors the people that had the idea to set up the whole uh thing and none of it ever reaches the contestants now all you've got to do Cut all of that shit out. If you like this person, here's a QR code. Send in some Satoshis and you vote right there. There's no middleman, no friction. It's instant. And all of a sudden, there's so much more money that's gone to that production. And some of it could actually go to the contestant if you know it's down to them. But like, it changes everything. Definitely. And also the flip side. So I think Salo has spoken about it um, with Elon Musk on Twitter. Negativity. So... We talk about free speech, but free speech doesn't mean that you can say what you ever, whatever you like with no comeback. But with your free speech, there is a cost that comes to it. So you may have an opinion that is negative towards someone, but it's going to cost you to say that. And again, it's not massive amount, but 
you have had to attribute value to those those comments. So do you stand by it that much, or do you think, oh, I think that, but I'm not actually going to say it. So it works. It works both ways. We got off topic, didn't we? Sorry, Andy. This is <laughs> this, this is what happens. <laughs> this is what happens when Bitcoiners start like you know throwing shit against the wall to see what sticks. Uh, when friendly with Rail Bedford. That's what everybody wants to know. Like, <laughs> when's the big showdown? It has been spoken about on social media. Um, I have put it to Peter McCormack. Um, he's not in charge of fixtures, although obviously it's his club. He doesn't um, look look after that aspect of it. But um, it's been put out in the universe. So hopefully, maybe in preseason, even if it's the the twenty threes, Oxford City that that play Rail Rail Bedford. Um, I'm hoping we have a tournament coming up next week. Um, there is a bit of time for Real Bedford to get, to get a junior team into the tournament. They have they have um, been offered a place. So, it just, again, it's just time and seeing things work out because obviously people have fixtures, teams have fixtures throughout the season, just finding the right place, right time. But that would be really, really good good game. And again, for exposure for the community as well, the Bitcoin community, to see two clubs that understand it and embrace it. And they're doing quite well. So, yeah, Real Bedford, shout out to them. I think they've got, is it 15 and 16 or 16 and 17 now wins mm-hmm. in their league? They've, yeah, they've won every game bar one. The yeah. the game that I was at. Well, one of the games <laughs> that I was at. But maybe maybe you hold off coming to yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what, uh what what division are they in in, in comparison to you guys? They're I think at least step nine or ten. So three or four below. Okay. So on paper, it should be you guys would be heavy yeah. favourites. But football's played on grass, not paper. Exactly. <laughs> Although I do, I I would back Oxford City, but strange <laughs> things have happened. Oxford City have beaten teams way above them many a time. So, no, there's no such no certainty in football. We know that. Going forward for the club, um, let's say you get this promotion. How can the plebs out there, people that are listening to this, what can they do to help push Oxford forward? and show their support is there is there money you need is it just moral support is it feet on the ground support is it education or a mix of everything what would be like the the best thing people could do i'd probably say it's it's a lot of what you just said there you can't attribute it down to you know they all help in their own individual ways i mean it can be it depends on depends on the person if they really want to they really want to help come to a game it'd be absolutely brilliant to have someone here you know you don't even have you you can come and you can pay bitcoin to get in you can pay bitcoin for a bit of food you can pay bitcoin for a match day program and you can pay you can you can go to the ground and not sp- and, and spend bitcoin and, and nothing else um so that would be you know the, the biggest thing but, you, but even just following us on twitter if you don't already engaging with posts or just follow just following how the team's doing as well and just you know engaging with posts as well the players like like we've we've touched upon we're part-time players so they do read it it's not like for example someone like uh cristiano ronaldo who won't see half the you know replies you know the players really do um you know you appreciate the support from everyone um which the which the bitcoin community and, and coin corner community have, have been doing already um already really really well so it's just really just supporting us in any way you can just following us uh, following us on social media, you know, just just interacting with anything, um, but like 
if you can come to a game, that would be brilliant. You'd have a great experience here, match the experience. If you've never been to a football game before um, and you're really into Bitcoin, you know, I'd probably say that we're probably one of the best places to go to, you know, where you can do something like like spend Bitcoin throughout the game. Um, so just give us a chance, I suppose. Um, but if you are in exile and you live in Newcastle, which is, your, you know, so many miles away, uh, you know, we're not, <laughs> so we're not expecting you to come down. Uh, but anything, anything, it can be the tiniest, tiniest thing just following us on, on social media that would make a difference. Yeah, ditto Andy's comment. I've got three hats on. As a former player, I would say just come to the, the club and watch a game. There's no, no better feeling than being out on the pitch and seeing hundreds of people watching you and supporting you and shouting your name. Uh, as a fan now, I would say come down and buy yourself some some duck loaded fries and, and grab yourself a beer because that is that that's the experience that the fans are getting now. Um, but also as a Twitter pleb, is just engage on social media, share it, re- retweet, comment, um, just get the get the the message out there that Bitcoin is is helping communities um, and just helping people educate and learn a bit more about, about what Bitcoin is. What did you call the fries? Oh, duck-loaded fries. I thought you said a fuck-load of fries. <laughs> <laughs> and, that, and that as well. No, duck-loaded fries. Um, when you come down, you, you can try them, Daniel. Okay, um, so they, are they fried in duck fat? No, 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 no. So you've you got your fries. Yeah. Then you have your, your duck loaded on top. Yeah. Nice. All right. Yeah, that sounds very good. Very, um, very good. But there's a Twitter page called Footy Scram. Um, and I think where did Oxford City got to the final of that? They had playoffs between foods at different clubs, and Oxford City were competing against um, Premier League clubs. I'm thinking that. Yeah, well, that was really really weird actually. But the, yeah, the, the account Footy Scran, you know, they they accumulate the the best football food um, around the world, and then they picked I think 32 of the best dishes. Um, our duck loaded fries was selected as one of them, and we we luckily enough got all the way to the final, uh, and we I think we we had a we had duck loaded fries against LA Galaxy in the in in the USA against their chicken wings or something like that, <laughs> which was a bit surreal. Um, but uh, yeah, it's great. The food offering here is something we've really worked on as well. So maybe you know, if you just want to go and try the football, and you know, the football's not for you, you've still got the food to fall back on if you like. I'm gonna I'm gonna dox my wife here. We've been to a few games recently. It's a bit cold, so um, I've seen. My left, she's not there anymore. Oh, she's in the bar with with a wine. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you've got the big screen. So you, if you want to come come to the club and just enjoy enjoy um an alcoholic beverage or even a soft drink, um and then socialise. Yeah, again, it's it's the community aspect for it. You you haven't got to be a fanatic to come to come to the club. There are other things that you could uh, indulge in. I love the fact you got to the food final. That's awesome. Bitcoiners love their food. Make sure, <laughs> Josias, make sure there's no seed oils in any any of those food trucks. You know. <laughs> I can't, I can't guarantee. But as as Molly said, sometimes you're you're allowed to um indulge in the in the in the the food that people may go against. But um yeah, yeah, so personal preference as long as it's moderated. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, just because the region I live here in France, the reason I asked if they were fried in duck fat that that's what they do with the the fries okay. here then at the Christmas market and stuff, and it's such a much better taste, like rather than that soggy freaking rubbish crap. Uh, so anyway, if you want to elevate the duck loaded fries, fry them in the fat. The yeah, yeah. See, see what results you get. Are you guys open to more sponsors? Or are you completely locked up contractually? Like, yeah, how does that work? Yeah, we, we've got we've got room for more sponsors, you know. And the, again, it doesn't lie with me uh, directly. Um, we've had some, you know, all of our sponsors. We absolutely love. They support the club. 
um so much you know especially yourself as well and and, and other like-minded people um there are some opportunities available and they do range from you know the entry level where you get like a package uh, rather than if you want to invest a, a bit more you can you can invest more and and, and get a kind of bigger sponsorship package it, it, it works in that sort of way actually what attributing how much and what we've got available i don't know but there definitely is stuff available um so if, I, I would just say you know shameless plug if someone <laughs> is, is interested in sponsoring us then just uh, visit our website and you'll find the contact details of, of where to contact and we'll can point you in the right direction if that's something uh something that it does interest you but going going back to the the, the sponsorship packages and what it can offer Oxford City Community Club. It's not just the first team. There's the under twenty three side. You got the ladies side. You got the junior teams. There are, I don't know if you can tell me how many teams are in the club as well, but there are lots of teams here that a lot of people are, are volunteers. You got the parents um, doing the refreshments at halftime, organizing the matches, running the lines, refereeing the games. There's a lot of unpaid volunteers here. So any support that anyone can give, with a, to any team, yeah, as Andy said, just go, go onto the website find out who to speak to or contact Andy directly, um, myself on Twitter, and we, we can get, put you in touch with the right people. Yeah, very cool. You need, you need a hardware wallet sponsor, don't you? That that would be the, the thing. <laughs> you, you've already got Coin Corner. They're, they're, the, they're the place you can go and stack, or or maybe you need a DCA app. So, yeah, I'll talk to the people that uh, that I know in the space and see if they've got any interest in putting their names alongside uh, Coin Corner and helping educate people about the best practices within Bitcoin. Have you... I mean, Coin Corner, very close links with Dubai. Are you are you expecting a shake to come in and buy the the, <laughs> the football club anytime soon? Hundred mil? How much are you uh, How much are you looking for? I'd take a holiday, <laughs> just a, holiday. <laughs> a team holiday at the end of the season. Yeah. Team holiday in the club's yours. <laughs> yeah, that that would be um, Magaluf from twenty twelve. Josias, uh, quick question for you about if we look 10 years out from now, um, you know, Samuel here, my son's 11 years old. In 21, in 10 years' time, he'll be 21 if he's following his uh, passion for football. And hopefully, if I'm doing my job correctly and I'm orange pilling him as, as hard as I can and make sure he's saving all of his Christmas, birthday, and pocket money, whatever, in Bitcoin. Hopefully, when he becomes a young adult, he'll already be on a Bitcoin standard. What? How do you think that would change young players' minds towards uh, like football? Let's keep it at football. Coming in to to choose a club, how it changed their ethos, how it changed their way of looking at the, their future and following their profession, how it look at you know, like we were talking about, he might not have to work a secondhand job. Uh, or part-time jobs or evening shifts if he's saving now in Bitcoin. It, for me, it kind of shapes the whole future of, of football. What, what Do you think about this deeply? Yeah, so not just um, dedicated to, to football. I, what I'm going to mention, I think you can apply it to, to anything in life that you're interested in. Um, but specifically with football, with what I'm doing with Bitcoin ballers, I have the four selves. So self-discovery, self-ownership, self-discipline and self-belief when we start to look at that and you attribute that to your to your training um and also your personal life you then have a longer or say a lower time preference so we mentioned about Samuel in 10 years time if at the moment now he can 
dollar cost average, create his stack. When he gets to a stage now where he's deciding actually I'm leaving school, these are my options. I can I can go down the full time route, or actually I can only go down the semi professional route. But I know I don't need to get that part time job. So although I'm only semi professional and I'm getting a semi professional wage, I can dedicate myself full time to my craft. And so when the opportunity comes that I have to go or can go professional, it's just a the next it's a transitional step. It's not a massive um leap and I, I don't know i don't have to think oh actually i've got this other career that i need to 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 leave or have to wear up do i do, do i still do it so there's it's hard to explain to people because when they look at the bitcoin price they were like it's it's, it's low at the moment it's going to go to zero we're looking at longer time scales there's no guarantee so i say to people with what i understand now if bitcoin goes to zero I think I'm a. I believe I'm a better person with my understanding of, of money and myself. So those, those skills, those habits, those fundamentals, no one can take away from me. But with the Bitcoin as a technology, it can only go one way. If that makes sense, that's with obviously with education over hundred hours of of me listening and reading. Um, yeah, I'm trying not to go to go too deeply with people to get to listen and think actually. Coach Carbon said Bitcoin's going to the moon, but it's almost like a self-fulfilling prophecy. Uh, Satoshi mentioned it. Al Finney mentioned it. If enough people believe it, it's, it's gonna it's gonna take off. So, for me, understanding the fundamentals and principles of Bitcoin, relating that to your to your hobbies, to your sport, to your to your work, it's gonna make you a better person. And then once you understand your time preference, get rid of the high t- high time preference um, lifestyle. Think about your future five years, 10 years, 15 years. And then when that time comes, you'll find yourself, I believe, in a better position to make decisions that are going to benefit you and take you in the direction that you want to go in rather than being forced to get on that 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 rat, rat race, the hamster wheel, and, and not see a way out, which so many people, I think, find themselves in now. Yeah, totally agree. Uh, Andy, any any further thoughts on, on that? Uh, just in terms of, you know, find just find out as much as you can about bitcoin if you if it is something that interests you uh and then you know here at oxford city there's there's definitely the kind of setup now that's been implemented where if 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 you really wanted to get in into bitcoin you know we're here uh you can spend your sats here if you like or you know i mean you're you're here pretty much every every yeah almost like i live here now i'm here (laughs) i'm here most days in some sort of capacity so (laughs) as as well we've got the we've got the people that you can just chat to if you wanted to learn more i mean i'm not i'm not clued up as much as everyone else on it so i wouldn't be able to give that advice myself um but even we can point people in the the right direction as well if they wanted to learn more but it's just down to the person you know i'm I'm a big fan of you know you know whatever it can be whatever you want to learn about if, you, if it's what you want to do and you, you do it and, and i think here we've got a real good setup for people that um if they want to you know kind of get into bitcoin and they have all the theory behind it the reading like you said and they actually want to put it into practice and you know kind of you know see what you know you know a sat is in terms of how much real money or you know <laughs> x that's for whatever here at the club and also get involved with something else alongside it and it can only be a good thing i think mm. And you so guys going back to the, to the community aspect to yeah. forgetting there's, there's a college set up here. So we, one of the um, key drivers for me, again, to, to um, link with the club was the fact that young people now with technology moving on, they're learning about cryptocurrencies. And my 
one of the big reasons for Bitcoin ballers was the fact that young people are being directed in a certain way by celebrities, by influencers. And for me, it was like, okay, you can't force people to understand or learn something, but you can give them an option. So I always say to people, and Peter McCormack said it, um, lots of people have said it, uh, but I think Matt O'Dell, um, cryptocurrency is like a casino. Yeah. So you can go to a casino and win money. You can go there and lose money. Bitcoin, you see yourself in the room, you're trying to change the world, make the world a better place. But you're looking outside of the Bitcoin uh, head HQ window and all your mates are in the casino having the time of their lives. So what I say to people is, I'm not saying you can't you can't make money, but you can lose a lot of money. So let your first entry be understanding what money is to you, what time is, what energy and value and how they all interconnect. And this is what I understand about Bitcoin. But if you want to go down the, the shitcoin route, I can't stop you. But then it's bound back down to yourself. It's your self-discovery, self-ownership. You are responsible for those decisions. Self-discipline. Don't spend all of your money because, in my mind, knowing what I know now, you're going to lose it all. But they might come back and say, actually, I've got, I made all this money. Well, fair play, well done. Now what are you going to do with that money? And also then about self-belief. Yeah, Do you believe in that project that you put money in? What is that project solving? What is that project solving that Bitcoin can't do? And that's why I keep coming back to people. When they say, oh, this this, this coin, that coin, that coin, what's it doing? Well, first uh, question to them are, who's the CEO? Why do they need a token? Um, what was the pre-mine? And so if you can't answer any of those questions, you need to do more research. When you get to those answers, you might think to yourself, well, why don't I just buy Bitcoin? Yeah, exactly. And uh, do you have a library at Oxford uh, City? Where people can go and uh, pick up a book and and read uh, about you know Bitcoin articles books you, you've read them all Josias yeah there isn't as yet is there I think obviously a lot of everything is digital now a lot of the students here have their laptops um, but that that could be arranged yeah all right yeah that'd be cool that's that's a great thought all right excellent but people come into the club yeah if you're not interested in watching the game or half time you can you can have a flick through the Bitcoin standard. Yeah, money. <laughs> go to the cigar lounge and uh, crack into the Bitcoin standard. <laughs> uh, last few questions. Um, and, and one thing I do want to, you know, uh, add to what you were talking about there, Josiah, is a lot of people, when I was talking yesterday to a Bitcoin about this at lunch, shout out hotler than now, uh, people that feel as though they've come too late. Andy, you might feel this yourself. You know, why didn't I find this? five years ago uh i've missed the boat um bitcoin's well, too high everyone's got a time machine now haven't they yeah exactly <laughs> of course well in, in actual fact you, you almost do because if you feel as though you're too late you know andy especially you can buy bitcoin today at 2017 prices you literally are in a time machine so you're not too late no one is you are Bang on time, you're still 99% ahead of anybody else out there in the in the rest of the world that has yet to even peer into the rabbit hole, like you said at the beginning. You, you, you're down deeper than, than you would ever imagine. So enjoy the ride and just huddle on tight, my friend, because it's <laughs> going to get crazy. Uh, I'll, um, I'll think about um, Shift Crypto come to mind. They might be able to help you guys out with like uh, a few giveaways or something over a few Christmas games, which might be fun for the fans. Um, you, you, I'll I'll try and get you in touch with those guys. Uh, and yeah, I'll speak to Danny about you know the shake coming in and buying the the uh, the, the club for a hundred million. But what if you had one final orange pill left to give to somebody? And Andy, an orange pill is when you like what 
Coach Carbon has been given you basically. Uh, if you if you could distill all of that knowledge into one orange pill in the classic matrix red pill blue pill kind of uh, scenario, if it's an orange pill distilled knowledge about Bitcoin that you get immediately and you save yourself the thousand hours of podcasts and books and articles and whatever else. If you had one of those left, who would you give it to and why? I'm normally come prepared. <laughs> I, I'm totally unprepared this time. I have something or someone in mind. I don't know the specific person, but the leader of Oxfam, the charities. Um, All right. If they understand, again, what Bitcoin is and what it means for people and how it can be used for people in, let's say, third world countries or underdeveloped countries, but the unbanked, so people that don't have access to financial services. Once you understand what this is a problem that Bitcoin solves, you get rid of all the red tape, all the bureaucracy, and then you realize things like children in need, um, red nose day. There's a lot of waste, a lot of money going to places that they shouldn't be going to. So if you can direct value to the people that need it, or if you are using a, a third party intermediary like Oxfam, they can direct it straight to those persons rather than going to people who say they're on the ground but are just suits that are just taking their cut. Yep. So the leader of Oxfam, I, I actually, after this call, I'll Google who it is, um, the CEO of Oxfam, and see if I can just um, send them some tweets. Yeah. <laughs> like, see if I can raise you on, on Twitter. <laughs> Go for it. Andy, any thoughts? Uh, you know, that was a really good answer. I'm going to sound really, really <laughs> Uh, no, I, I probably, I probably say, um, just coming from again my area, I, I, I would let as many, well, not to narrow it down to the one like you said, but a, a non-league football club, uh, probably about you know, you know our level as well, you know, we've experienced a, you know, some fantastic, you know, uh, comments, uh, in, engagement on social media. Plus, people are, you know, can feel that they can come here now and 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 spend and spend their Bitcoin if they wanted to, or just, or just feel like they can associate with a football club. I'd say, I'd say it's a really, really good option for any, uh, you know, football club, but non-league football club, like in, you know, coming from my kind of background as well, where it can maybe act as a little bit more income for the club as well. Um, and just spread out to as many non-league clubs as possible. And then there's, you know, there's clubs that, you know, can take Bitcoin wherever and then, you know, for the community, it's been so good for us. You know, it sounds quite contradictory because I'd love them just to carry on supporting <laughs> us. And, uh, but, you know, they could feel that, you know, getting getting people into football is the best feeling ever. So if, if someone in Newcastle can feel that they can go and watch, you know, maybe Newcastle United or a non-league team around there and they can, they can feel a part of that family, that football family, that's what it would be all about to me. So... An orange peel, did you say? That's orange, orange peel. Yeah, that's a great. Yeah, answer. yeah. I, I'd say that. That's my orange yeah. peel. <laughs> nice. That's what I get to. <laughs> Love it. And, and thinking about it, actually, if you can, in your own league, if you can convince other teams to do what you've done and follow your lead, uh, you're, you're the, the away following would be huge, right? Like if Oxford yeah. were going to go and play XYZ United, and they knew that they could go there and watch the game, follow their team, still paying Bitcoin, and support another club that's supporting Bitcoin, you, your gate receipts would double, I would imagine, pretty pretty quickly, don't don't you think, Coach? Yeah, definitely. And again, it goes to talking about community. That's, you're creating circular economies and you're creating communities. So yeah, with that, 
another side that you're playing against, actually, we're going to put a coach on. We're all going to go and we're going to have a Bitcoin meetup at the same time because you're meeting people from mm-hmm. different walks of life, but with shared values. And you, 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 well, people have said it all the time in the Bitcoin space, you find your people. And what I've found in the Bitcoin space, a lot of Bitcoiners are uh, football fans. And there's certain reasons for that. There's, there's lots of crossovers that I've seen, which is why, again, I created Bitcoin Ballers because I'm going to shout out John Vallis again. John Vallis changed my life. Thank you very much. That one sentence in um, on that call we had, Daniel, over a year and a half ago, provide value in your community. Understanding what Bitcoin means to me, what football means to me, bringing the two together is just like, yeah. And, but it's, again, not limited to sport. Whatever your passion is, you've seen it on social media. All these businesses that have been being built on on a Bitcoin standard. You've got artists, you've got mu- musicians, um, people doing... Uh, Films, filmmakers. There's just there's just no end to talent that is now being that is flourishing and being recognised by understanding what Bitcoin is. But again, for me, understanding what money is, value, time, and energy. Yeah, very good shout, Vallis. What a what a do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how can um, the people reach you guys? And if there's uh, are there any roles open at Oxford City at the moment? If anyone's looking for a job, they can come and help you out. Maybe even part time um, on the social media side of things. Andy, whatever, give a shout out. You'll be shocked if that there's always a pleb out there that gets inspired and wants to come and help. Yeah, well, you know, you know what? Um, that there is, you know, me, me, our media team. You know, we, you know, we've got some fantastic volunteers that help us. So if anyone was interested, you know, whatever the background, um, just get in touch with me, myself. You know email the club it'll come back to me and then um and then we can we can we can see if something's available in the media team we have some students that help out with social media written stuff but video stuff anything that photography would be great to come along anything that anyone wants or 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 just just ask and we can see that's the only thing you can do we we can do i suppose and it is it's the power of reaching out and asking the questions i'm thinking sat here daniel third time speaking to you i've met you in person a couple of times i met your family we met in amsterdam this whole whole thing started by me listening to your podcast and working a night shift one night and in the middle of the night shift being inspired on a podcast and messaging you saying i don't know why daniel but i feel inspired i want to come on the show i had nothing to talk about i just wanted to let the community know that i was grateful for the knowledge that they imparted and and now look not saying i'm I'm doing great things in the community. I've, I've still got lot, lots left to do, but I'm sat here grateful for yourself, the, the Bitcoin clubs across the world. I'm grateful for Oxford City for taking the opportunity, thinking it just came from being inspired by somebody else and asking that question, can I come on the show, Daniel? <laughs> yeah, mate. So yeah, if you're out there, just send a message. You never know where, where it's going to land. You never do. Um, yeah, and, and thanks again for reaching out because it's been great to see uh, your own journey and uh, and get to know you and meet you as well. So, guys, I'm, I'm going to start shutting this down. So if there's any any last final thoughts, the floor uh, yeah, is yours. Shameless Shield, CoachCarbon.live. I've got, last night, um, again, inspired, I stayed up all night and updated the website and some links. Um, there are lots of things coming, lots of um, collaborations coming in in the space with other Bitcoiners. Um, the last month has been incredible. Obviously, you've had uh, the African um, um, conference, which is which was just finished last week. Um, yeah, a Pacific Bitcoin conference in LA. Uh, we've got Miami coming next year, and all the obviously conferences for the next year happening. Bitcoin Ballers Winter Cup Festival 2022, 18th of December. 
followed by the Oxford meetup and the World Cup final. So if you're free, head down to Oxford City. Again, spend some stats, support some young people playing football, learning about Bitcoin, play some of the Bitcoin games. Um, yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, just from me as well, if you're, if you're not following us already on Twitter, follow uh, Ox City FC, OX City FC, and we're the same on Facebook, Oxford City FC, or on Instagram as well. Again, Ox City FC. Any support that you could get, just following us would be absolutely brilliant. Excellent. Love it, guys. Well done for everything that you've done, Josias, and uh, for for helping this relationship between Coin Corner and Oxford City sprout. I can't imagine where it's going to go in a few years from now. And and hats off, Andy, to to the work that you're doing and everybody at the at the club that was open to actually taking the meetings and listening and willing to learn because that is the first huge massive step which so few people are willing to take so you know it's it's to be commended thank you for everything you're doing and fingers crossed that you get that promotion guys thanks very much thanks for having us thank you see you guys Well, everybody, I hope you enjoyed that rip with Josias and Andy from Oxford City. Get over there and support them. If you are a pleb based in the UK, you don't even need to like football. If you do, it's a bonus. But you can go and hang out. Just treat it as a meetup. Josias is always there at the home games. Just give him a ping on Twitter before you go. Get a bunch of you to go over there. Go and enjoy the day. It's, it's so much fun. Uh, to get to these just being around other Bitcoiners whether that's a football game or a conference or a meetup or just like your local pub where there's two or three of you together you cannot stop the conversation once it starts it's so great and that is probably a, a good point to mention again Orange Pill app currently only available on the Apple iOS store they did ask me to come on board as one of the advisors. I was very humbled by that. I didn't know why they were reaching out to me. Uh, but I love the team. I love the idea. And I want to share it with you guys. You just download the app. You can be as private as you want to on there. But you will meet, potentially meet, other Bitcoiners that might be within a 50 to 400 mile radius of you. You know, wherever you live, you might be very, you know, rural. But finding people, getting together, creating meetups, creating projects, launching ideas, it's where we've got to go to, to carry this forward. And this is testament to, to what the coach has done here with Oxford City. And like he said, he, he, he was on a call with John Vallis and I and a bunch of other people one day, and John flippantly said how can you add value to your community that stuck in Josiah's head he went out and created an Oxbit meetup he created the Bitcoin ballers and then he attracted and helped attract a sponsorship to his local football team which just so happens to be Coin Corner it's amazing the amount of work that plebs are out there doing unsung heroes go do it go orange pill whoever it is that you're you're interacting with daily and whatever your passion is because people will gravitate towards you okay that said make sure you are supporting the show sponsors if you can you know who they are swan bitcoin relay coin corner and of course hodl hodl 
And they put on as well the conference, the Baltic Honey Badger Conference, which will be the first weekend of September. So make sure you check that out. Just head over to hodlehodl.com forward slash bitten. If you want to get to Prague, there's going to be a huge conference, Bitcoin only, very affordable. Links are in the show notes, BTC Prague, use the code bitten for a 10% discount. And of course, the big one is coming up in April in Miami. Huge conference over there. The code bitten is going to get you 10% discount as well. And with Christmas around the corner, go check out Consensus Network. Get some Bitcoin books for your friends and family. Take care, guys. Catch you on the next show.